Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with Sports Done Right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright, broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion. The governor of sports talk, that is. And he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right, up next.
Good evening, everybody. Two minutes, and we'll be starting the show. Keep it tuned here. Sports Done Right with the Sports Governor, Vince Wright. That's me. ready and get over here right now you're darn tootin'. don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address live from the situation room of his lakefront chateau he's bringing a little color to the voice of minnesota sports talk and worldwide his mama calls him vince but you can call him governor and by way of executive order he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right Yo, 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 here we go, go, go again, folks. Vince Wright, the sports governor. Live on another Tuesday evening edition of Sports Done Right, coming to you live from the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. I want to thank everybody out there listening. Appreciate all the live listens. I'm getting tweets during the week now. Actually, people asking if the show's going to be on and... Really appreciate it. What can I say, man? Appreciate the love out there. So keep it coming. All right. With that being said, I want to welcome you all to Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com as well. Um, what can I say, man? It has been a very interesting past, oh, geez, few days in sports here in the wonderful state of Minnesota. As you well know. There has been a boycott by the football team here at the university. Which I'm sure a lot of you sports fans have heard of on the the national scene. There has been, um, well for lack of a better term, uh, the Vikings playing with no effort here this past Sunday. And... Then there's, of course, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, yes, those wonderful Timberwolves. And what can you say about them? 
Uh, lots of talent. I mean, how many times have you heard of people? Lots of damn talent out there. But there is just no juice, man. No juice at all. I um, want to say hello to the lovely Denise up in there in the chat room. First one in tonight. The wonderful, lovely young lady from Selma, Alabama. Appreciate the, the support, Denise. Hope everything's good. Oh, we got our main man, uh, the one and only main alumni from Georgia State University out of Atlanta, GA. Appreciate the one and only Sluggo coming up in here as well, hanging out with us for a minute. Thank you, Sluggo. How you doing, brother? All right, and we'll welcome other folks in the chat room as they drop on in. To the folks listening out there who don't necessarily get in the chat room, um, the stats are growing, man. I appreciate everybody out there who listens live to the show or listens on demand. You can follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. Make sure you follow Sports Done Right on Instagram. Thank you, wife, for setting that up for me. And I also want to say, make sure you check us out on Facebook, Sports Done Right. My last name, W-R-I-G-H-T. Hit us on up. It's a closed group, so you got to ask permission to join. But once we check you out and, you know, the Govs get his, gets his security detail, once you get the okay, come on in, chop it up, you know, talk sports and other stuff, hang out, and uh, just do to do, man, just do to do. So, uh, tonight we got some NBA action. Looks like Indiana's up on the Knicks at half, 59-54. Toronto is uh, up on Brooklyn, 64-46. The Spurs right now playing Houston. I got that game on one of the monitors here is the Situation Room. And I want to say, oh, and big props to my sister's friend, Kevin Burleson. Uh, He's uh, one of the uh, coaches down there for the Houston Rockets, former Minnesota Gopher basketball player doing good out there so wanted to give kevin burleson some love uh my sister kim bell one of her best friends from the university of minnesota we need some good news coming from the university people so that's what i'm going to focus on but we're going to get into the nasty mcnasty as well and also speaking of nasty mcnasty i don't know if you guys saw this video it was going around facebook and i'm sure twitter and everywhere else but i saw it on facebook Okay, man, the San Diego Chargers. No, I'll just, and here's the headline here. I just pulled it up on, uh, what is this, CBSSports.com. Chargers looking into a video of security guard allegedly performing a sex act. And before I get into that, let me welcome my main man, Chicago, Illinois' very own, besides me being from chicago illinois gotta say what up to my main cubs fan big l in the house what up sir big l out there driving appreciate you listening man both hands on the wheel brother both hands on the wheel but anyway man oh and before i get started the very lovely one of the sexiest grandmas out there still can't believe that all the way from South Beach, Miami, Florida. She's coming from the 305. Miss Mocha Bella is in the chat room. How you doing, Mocha? <laughs> See, that's one thing about our show. We get the ladies in here. These ladies know sports. These ladies know a lot of just about everything. And then plus, they keep us dudes in check every once in a while. But anyway, back to this disgusting story. So, okay, I'm just going to describe the video here. 
Now, the video is of a security guard, one of those security guards on the field that's always looking up at you. Now, the San Diego cheerleaders were dancing in front of this guy. He was basically like in the end zone. And all of a sudden, you know, his hand's in his pocket and it starts tugging. No, Gov, you, you, you BSing me, man. You BSing me. I am not BSing you. He starts tugging on his little wank and starts rubbing one out, man. He starts rubbing one out on the field. I mean, the cheerleaders, it's amazing how more people maybe didn't notice this. But anyway, obviously, somebody caught it on video, turned it in. Thank goodness, man. But, um, uh, (laughs) you know, you think you've seen everything, man, in 2016. This has been one of the strangest years ever. The Cubs finally win the World Series. Donald Trump, we'll talk about him a little later on. Your new president-elect officially. Um, all the celebrity deaths, Cleveland becomes a championship town, at least with basketball. And now we got a security guard. Cause that's technically what he was out here stroking one in, in front of the, the damn cheerleaders too. Now they're dancing and doing other stuff. They ain't even looking at this schmuck. I get that. But, um, so an employee from Elite Security who was working at the Chargers game and stationed near the end zone in the video, the security guard appears to be performing a sexual act while standing along the sideline near a group of cheerleaders and a photographer. Oh, man. If you really want to, I'm sure you can go out and look at the video and you might just have to get that little curiosity factor out of your way, people. Again, this is Vince Wright, Sports Done Right. Spreaker.com, xsquadaffiliates.com. But, you know, I, I watched this thing, and I only watched it once. That's all, <laughs> trust me, that's all I need to see. And damn is right, Denise, exactly. But let me tell you, man, I you just, I, I don't know if I can see anything more. I mean, between... I don't know, man. I just, I don't, I don't get some of the stuff that happens sometimes. And now we got people just outright stroker, you know, pulling it out or no, he didn't pull it out. Thank goodness. But I mean, come on, man. And, and you know, in a football stadium, somebody's going to notice just the inane in this day and age people. Come on, man. Everything is on videotape. Everything's on videotape. And now you're going to stand up here in front of the, people and cheerleaders and try and rub one out because the the cheerleaders dancing in front of you oh my goodness sick mofo world man so the chargers are are uh investigating uh elite the security people the security company that provides the services at qualcomm stadium are investigating what can you do, man? What can you do? Just a crazy mf and world, man. Gov's been a little honorary lately, too. I've, you know, and, and you know, we're gonna talk about these go for football players and and the situation here on campus at the at the university. Um, you know, there's all kinds of people trying to take all kinds of sides and paint all kinds of pictures. There, we'll try and get through a little bit of the sludge of that nonsense as well. Um, 
you know, just not a good and also just not a good time for Minnesota sports in general. And that's uh, what I put in the description of the show, because, you know, a lot of the people that listen live are from Minnesota, are from um, the upper Midwest. And we're going to get into a little bit. Of, we're going to kind of focus on some Minnesota issues tonight. We'll, don't worry for all my people down there. We're still going to rise up. We're going to get into the Falcons. We're going to get in um, to some other things regarding the NFL. Also talking about possible coaches on their way out. Rex Ryan. All, you know, this, this is what amazed me. Rex Ryan already, already wearing out his welcome in Buffalo. I mean, what's going on there? You know, you, know, you, you seem to have some nice pieces in place. A nice young quarterback in Tyrod Taylor. Um, and now just, what, two years in, people? I mean, come on, man. You tripping. I, I just, I do not get it. But Rex Ryan, he must rub people the definite wrong way. I've, I've You know, Vince Wright, the sports gov, has never been a fan of his. But he is really rubbing people the wrong way if he's gone this quick, man. So... Um, but yeah, so anyway, that's the story out in San Diego. Um, just a weird, weird situation out there. Not the, and also not to mention that their team's going to be leaving too. So San Diego's done. Christian McCaffrey, he also decides, guess what? I ain't playing y'all. I'm going to do what Mr. Fournette did. Forget about it. Is this the wave of the future? Star athletes now saying, you know what? And we saw it a couple years ago. I forgot the young man's name with Notre Dame. He was supposed to be the second overall pick. He was a linebacker. He got his knee blown out in the bowl game. Unlike the, I think maybe the second or third play of the game. It was real early, I believe. But anyway, do the players now say, guess what? Hey, man, after that, I'm gone. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm on the verge of making billions of dollars, and I'm going to sit here and possibly blow it all up to play in – well, what we got going tonight, the Boca Raton Bowl or the Pinstripe Bowl. Hell, even the Rose Bowl. So you be something to see out there in the chat room. If you got opinions on that, drop them. Folks, hit me up. Um, oh, speaking of which, in the chat room, I got to say what up to our main man. We haven't seen him in a while, but glad he's popped back in. Um, a fan of Washington. I can't call him by their nickname. I'm sorry, Busa, but your squad... Uh, the Washington team has done a very, very, very good job. Um, well, except for last night, of course. But <laughs> I'm sorry, just had to rub it in a little bit. Um, yeah, lost to Carolina last night, Busa. What happened, man? What happened? I don't know. Carolina was supposed to be there for the taking for uh, Washington, and it didn't happen. But anyway, the one and only Busa Bus, band director extraordinaire, out of the great state of Oklahoma joining us. I want to welcome him tonight. Appreciate you coming through, sir. Another sports done right. We're going to have some fun, maybe a little holiday music. Um, we're going to play some fun tunes. Like I said, yeah, Boosie, you guys blew it all right. Um, we're going to talk about some Minnesota sports. We're going to get into some NFL coach issues. Um, Marvin Lewis, is he on his way out? We talked about Rex Ryan. We're going to get into all of it. Um, I got a little list here. Todd Bowles, you're on Santa's might be gone list. Mike McCoy for the Chargers, you're on the list as well. So we talk about all that fun stuff. Oh, and got to welcome our main man, X squad affiliate member, and also... One cool cat. 
Jelani, what's going on, sir? The Wait a Minute Show. Wait a minute. Make sure you follow the Wait a Minute Show on Spreaker.com as well and also on XSquadAffiliates.com. So, yeah, we're going to get in some possible coaches who are going to be gone. And all salt in the wound, Minnesota, Gopher fans. <laughs> as uh, our main man, Mr. Eminem, says, guess who's back? That's right, boys. We'll talk about Jerry Kill, the former Gopher coach with the epileptic seizures. He had to retire. One of the saddest press conferences any sports fan would, would ever have to witness. You know, people say this state is sometimes uh, cursed. Well, guess what? Oh, ball coach is back, signed on with Rutgers as the offensive coordinator. We'll tell you a little bit about Jerry Kill's deal. And folks, make no mistake, he's trying to stick it to the University of Minnesota. I'll get into that a little later on as well. But I appreciate you guys hanging out tonight. And make sure you follow xsquadaffiliates.com. We got basketball going. Uh, third quarter, New Orleans up big on Philly, 84-69. L.A. Lakers, ooh, in the fourth quarter, tied up with Charlotte at 96. Toronto's up 68-52 in the third over Brooklyn. The Boston team, that's right, them Celtics, they're down by 13. The Memphis, 33-20. to 20. Milwaukee trailing Cleveland late in the second quarter, 49-41. Also, we got, um, like I said, who else we got? Oh, Miami on top of Orlando. Um, later on tonight, we got Sacramento at Portland and Golden State at Utah as well. Um, James Harden looking good tonight, 14 points already, man. Spurs up, though, 44-40 second half. Three and a half minutes left there. And, hey, man, props to Westbrook down in Oklahoma City, speaking of uh, Busa in the house here. Man, can can you – hey, do y'all think he can actually average the triple-double for the year? What do you think? Well, while you're thinking about it (laughs) – Oh, man, not your nice gov. What up to the infamous, very infamous, Shelly B. Shelly, we really hope that's a picture of you, but I'm not holding my breath. But whoever put that picture on, I'm about it. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Anyway, I appreciate you stopping in here. And we got our one and only Vikings fan down in Columbus, Ohio. I know he is ready for the big game with Clemson. Run, run, CNC is in the building as well. What up, sir? Appreciate y'all coming through for a little sports done right tonight. Big L saying what up to everybody out there. And we're off and running. All right, so let's get to this, man. First off, what can you say? Minnesota Golden Gophers. Here we go. Oh, boy. If you listen to the Sunday show, and that's the Sports and More show that I do with Reggie Lawrence, we got into this a little bit, and we touched, you know, we got into 
you know, talking about the situations in college and, you know, folks that are new to uh, Sports Done Right. I am a graduate of the University of Minnesota. I am a season ticket holder of the football team. Uh, front row right behind the visitor's bench. I'm there every week just about. Easy, Big L. No jokes there on the tickets. And, um, you know, long story short, we all know what happened back in early September. Allegedly, a young lady was um, raped or allegedly raped, taken advantage of, sexually assaulted is the term that's out there. And depending on who you want to believe, the assault. Now, we know for sure it was at least four players, two recruits. Um, I know uh, one, uh, one of the local writers here today, Pat Royce from the Star Tribune, went out of his way to really say um, this picture of 20 football players lined up down the hallway um, waiting to take their turns is, is not true. And that the EEOC report is kind of trying purposely to paint the football team in a uh, bad light, so to speak. And as he says, not to excuse anything of what happened with with the four, but, um, you know, this picture of football players lined up and down the hallway, not true. Now, I wasn't there. And honestly, I don't need it really doesn't matter because I deal in the court of public opinion, man. And, yeah, we're going to get into those Vikings run. You hang on. But once the reports were leaked to Channel 5, that's the ABC affiliate in town last uh, Friday, because that's when public opinion started changing, it didn't matter. It's it, it, The mere fact sexual assault is happening, you know, it, 4, 5, 20, doesn't matter. When the coach comes out and he sent the tweet out talking about how proud he was of his team, and now he wants to go back and backtrack on it because now his job's in jeopardy. Well, as the head coach, he maybe should have stayed out of it. And I want to say what up to Mr. Rough Buff in the building. And along with our other main man, we haven't seen you in a minute. Good to see Gary G. Money Joiner back in the house. What up, G. Money? What up, Rough Buff? Now, here's what you got to understand about this little situation at the University of Minnesota as well. The cops investigated it. They, they looked at a video of the young woman. Uh, I think about 90 seconds of this was actually filmed. Um, they, the woman, according to the police, seemed coherent, seemed um, agreeable to what was happening. And then through the course of the night, she wakes up. She doesn't know what happened. She sees all these used condoms. Uh, she thinks it could be four. It could be as many as 10 or 20. This thing is such a cluster. You know what up here that I mean, there's so many f- facts and issues and all this crap going on. So then you have the legal side. Which the cops said, you know what? Legally, we're not going to pursue this because we can't meet the uh, burden of proof, so to speak. Now, the university and I guess every university that accepts public funds has a EEOC office, a equal, um, uh, you know, whatever it is. But the people, they deal with the Title IX. And anytime there's any type of sexual assault or what nothing or something like that, they investigate it as well as the university. The university has their own kind of, you know, codes of conduct. And everybody who's gone to school out there understands that. You, 
in your student handbook. They give you the first day. Nobody reads it. But, you know, there is a, a code of conduct and things can happen if you break it. So the university went ahead and said, our investigation shows this. So that's why we're suspending these 10. And also there's five of these guys who are facing expulsion from the university altogether, just getting kicked out of school altogether. So there you go. And the mere fact, though, that these kids nowadays, I mean, why in the world would you want any piece of this? Why would you want to put yourself in this situation? Guys got to get smarter out there. Um, These players, I mean, look, obviously I wasn't there. Don't know what happened. But, you know, the judgment at this university has a real bad history, especially with this issue. I won't even get into our pill-popping wrestling team uh, selling Vicodin all over campus. Uh, yeah, got there. Uh, we had a legendary. Uh, what was the coach's name? Jay Anderson, I think, or something like that. Anyway, wrestling team going around selling pills on campus. Yeah, that's right, Shelly. Gang bang. So that's what's going on, people. That's what's going on, Minnesota. Uh, Nothing's changed. The boycott has now ended, as we know, because once that report came out, people, it was all over for the team's boycott because now they're in a position of being painted as defending, and I have to use the term alleged, alleged rapist. And who who wants that? So now (laughs) boycott over, you know, a day and a half later. Uh, the coach more than likely may not survive this, probably shouldn't. And also, we got to look at the higher ups people and the, the Minnesota people here. Um, we've kind of been going back and forth, and people who've been getting at me on Twitter, they're calling for President Keller's head and possibly the athletic director, Mark Coyle, who just got here from Syracuse not even a year ago. So, this is really just a big mess up here. Uh, they're, they're playing a football game. They're playing in the holiday bowl now against the universe or uh, Washington state university. And nobody's talking about that. So way to step in it again for the gopher athletic program, man. I, I just, I, I don't know what to say, man. I don't know what to say. Boosa, I told you about little brother Gruden and Kirk cousins. How'd you like that? <laughs> Gary Joyner. Gary Joyner, not a fan of uh, John, or Jay Gruden or uh, Kirk Cousins. I'm not a Gruden guy. Um, Cousins, I, nah, I don't know. Take them or leave them, but it is what it is. Um, on top of everything else with the Gopher football team, from the AP, former Minnesota coach Jerry Kills, been named Rutgers offensive coordinator. Uh, coach Chris Ash announced Monday. Kill will replace uh, Drew Maringer, who left after one season to join Tom Herman's staff down at the University of Texas. The Big Ten Conference Coach of the Year in 2014, Kill will also coach the Scarlet Knights quarterbacks. Um, Good job. If you're ready to come back, Coach, if, if the doctors are cool, because we can't have you having epileptic seizures 
um, with a new team. Now, Kill received a three-year contract that's going to pay him six hundred thousand and seventeen, six twenty-five in two thousand eighteen, and six hundred fifty thousand two thousand nineteen. That will make him the highest-paid assistant coach in Rutgers history. Um, Kills had winning seasons in fifteen of his twenty-two years as a college head coach. Most recently coached at Minnesota from 2011 to 2015. Got in the Gophers to three bowl games in four and a half seasons, including uh, the Citrus Bowl in 2014. That marked Minnesota's first January 1st bowl game for the uh, Golden Gophers since 1962. Damn. Been a long time, y'all. Been a long time since we rocked and rolled up here. So congratulations, Coach Kill. Got to bring in a little bit of good gopher news before I get out of here with the University of Minnesota stuff. But, hey, got to head over to the ladies side. And, um, you know, we got a lot of ladies that listen to the show, a lot of Minnesota girls that listen to the sports governor out there. want to hear a little bit more. So the University of Minnesota volleyball team, number two in the country, uh, did lose in the final four to Stanford, uh, the number four ranked team. But their amazing player, Sarah Wilhite from Eden Prairie, Minnesota, was named the 2016 AVCA Division I Player of the Year. Props to her. And not only that, Sarah Wilhite, not only that, she's got the Big Ten Player of the Year, the ESPNW Player of the Year, First team All-America, so big things coming her way. Um, been the national player of the week, it says here. So uh, not that we talk volleyball a lot on this show, but I needed something good for these Gophers, and you got to give it up to the ladies because for the most part, man, there ain't nothing happening. Torrid or illicit over with the ladies. But, um, yeah, hell of a job, hell of a season for Minnesota Volleyball. Um, great job there. The Gopher Hoops, 11-1, and one, looking to go 12-1 and one with their next game. After winning only eight games last year, man, the Gophers, 11-1 mark, among the best in program history. As just 16 Minnesota men's basketball teams since 1895 have started the season with 11 wins in 12 games. So props to them. Maybe they're turning it around. Hey, but... Is Patino's kid turning the team around over there, Gopher fans? I don't We're going to find out because the Big Ten season lurks. And if they could go 500 in the Big Ten, that would be something. So uh, congratulations to them. Uh, Gophers doing big things. You know, they're winning uh, pretty handedly here, and except for the game they lost in Florida State. Big props to my uh, main man, Reggie Lynch, a blocking machine over there at the University of Minnesota. 21 shots in his past five games that he's blocked. So um, just wanted to say what up to him and good job. Keep it up. Another uh, local kid. He's from Edina, Minnesota. He now has 40 blocks already on the season. He's averaging almost four blocks a game, which leads the Big Ten Conference and ranks six nationally. So good for him, man. Good for him. Uh, what else we got going on here? Oh, we'll save that for the Vikings. Man, we got to talk about Brock Osweiler and his uh, <laughs> his sorry ass. Can you, Brock Osweiler, got all that money, and once again, here we go. It just goes to show you, man. I mean, the quarterback play in the NFL, they'll just throw money at anybody after half a season, one good season, all that money to this cat, 
And what happens? He's sitting on the damn bench. Oh, and folks, one thing I want to get to, too, and I forgot to mention this at the top of the show. Hey, one of our uh, dear friends, um, mother's going through some hard times right now, Jersey Vern. Uh, his mom was uh, admitted to the hospital today, um, not not feeling too well, so she's going to be in the hospital for a couple days. Jersey, my man, I want you to know your your posse is with you. We're thinking of you, man. We love you. Um, prayers to you, your family, and especially your mother. Uh, play a little bit of Jersey's fight song here for his beloved Ohio State. And we're thinking about you, man. We're thinking about you. So get well, Mama Jersey. And um, again, prayers to you and the family, homie. Um, Take care of your mom and uh, just be there for her, man. Be there for her. All right. Um, again, this is Vince Wright, Sports Governor here on Spreaker.com. This is Sports Done Right. Uh, coming up to our first break here. Um, we got uh, to talk about these Vikings too, man, because the NFC has totally just flipped the script. The Packers are back on top of us. Obviously, Detroit's still in first place. Is Jim Caldwell a Coach of the Year candidate, by the way? I think he got to be. Jimmy Caldwell got to be one. I imagine it might between, uh, be between him and uh, Jack Del Rio out there in Oakland. But um, Detroit is back on top. The Vikings, you know, I've been listening to a couple local podcasts here. And they are people are starting to call this one of the worst Vikings losses ever. Ever. We're going to talk about that. So... Um, we're going to get into the NFL. We're going to talk a little NBA. My Timberwolves, a, a, a lack of defense, especially in the third quarter, uh, is just killing this team. I've never seen a team give up so many points, have big leads in games, and, and wind up losing them. And I get it. They're young and all this stuff. But come on, man. You got you to gotta start getting it together here as well. So, yeah, we'll get into that. Like I said, Brock Osweiler benched uh, Vikings. Um, we'll get into the rest of the NFL. We got the Bulls coming. The Bulls that matter. Forget this nonsense that's on like tonight, the Boca Raton Bowl, all this nonsense. It only matters for this. The top four, Jersey's Ohio State Buckeyes, Clemson. And the, I know Washington has no chance, right? They have no chance against Bama, Right? Jelani from the Wait a Minute Show says Dan Quinn may get a couple votes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it will probably be Jason Garrett. You know, very interesting that we, you know, Jason Garrett, because nobody's really talking about him. You know, we talk about Dak. We talk about um, Ezekiel. You know, we talk about the other players. Nobody's talking about him. But, yeah, his squad, obviously, uh, doing a phenomenal job. I don't, I don't know. And, you know, speaking of the Dallas Cowboys joining us, he is the host of the BS3 Sports Report. Big Ben Suddeth out of Dallas, Texas. Make sure you follow his show. He's on Saturday afternoons, 1 p.m. Central. 
uh, the BS3 Sports Radio Show, and he is in the building as well. I want to welcome him. What up, sir? Now, Big Ben says uh, no chance with Jason Garrett. Uh, you know, he may get, he, he may get a couple votes, but I think there's a reason he's not being talked about, but Hey, you know, at this point, I'm sure he just takes it like it is. And by the way, I want to ask Ben, and if you could put this in the chat room, Ben, you know, we've been hearing the rumors out of Dallas, you know, Jerry Jones. And I mean, is, is Tony Romo going to eventually get his uh, starting position back again? Here we go again. Kind of, you can't take Dak Prescott out. Can you? Kenya? Oh, Lord. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, ben says, you're right. Jason Garrett should be considered. No chance with... Uh, oh, yeah. No chance with Washington against Bama. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's do this, man. Wow, man. We are flying tonight. Already about 45 minutes into the show. Let's get our first break in here. I'm going to come back. We're going to reset. Now that we're done talking about the Minnesota Gopher program... Yeah, they deserve the Law and Order music. Anyway, y'all, when we come back, we're going to get into the NFL. Going to talk a little bit about the NBA. Going to get into some other stuff as well. A couple other topics here that we'll get into. Sports Done Right is coming to you from the Governor's Lakeside uh, Palatial Estate. We've moved. New situation room. We're all good, man. Keep it tuned here. Vince Wright, I'll be right back after these words. No tricks in 86. It's time to build. Check out the Doug Stewart Show Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. It's sports talk. It's guy talk. It's fun talk. Once again, that's the Doug Stewart Show. One half of the world-famous Two Live Stews, Doug Stewart. Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time at StewartMediaAndEntertainment.com. Trust me, you'll have more fun than you can shake a stick at. And I got one question for you. Are you not entertained, huh? You mean straight from the Kick it with your boy, KC, at www.kc.com. This show covers some of the realest issues trending today. He'll keep you locked in from the first listen. You can find him online on his mobile app or at KYSII.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, iTunes, Google Play, and especially on the SME Network on Tuesdays at noon. You don't want to miss it. The number one chief rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hearts Cafe. Spicy conversations. Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Jelly Dome. Microwave! Reggie Long, aka Dollars and Cents. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Vince Wright. The ladies call me the big smooth one, but you know me as the sports governor of the great state of Minnesota, and I want to thank you for listening to Sports Done Right. Whether it's on SME, Spreaker.com, or XSquadAffiliates.com, I want to thank you for supporting the show. 
We got a lot of good stuff coming up, more great interviews. Keep it tuned. Sports done right. Now look at you walking in here looking all pretty and angry and mean and good. <laughs> I know you didn't get your head down so you can just sit down and just sit still. Hey, we trying to have a good time tonight. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. It's my birthday. Uh, no, it's not. Thieves 
the votes are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. What up, what up, what up? We are back. Vince Wright, the sports governor of this great state of Minnesota. Sports done right on Spreaker.com. Also can be found on XSquadAffiliates.com. Every once in a while, we're also heard on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network as well. I want to say shouts out to the main man, Big Doug Stewart. Half of the two live stews. Hope he's doing well. Checking out the shows. Good things coming even though you're paying four bucks a month to hear doug now but a small price to pay to to hear our guy so congratulations doug hope big things are coming your way all right so let's get into it man let's transition here into the nfl breaking news tonight the pro bowl rosters have been announced so before i get into my minnesota vikings take Why don't we just jump in here and let you know who's made the pro bowl let's start off with the afc offense Wide receivers, Antonio Brown from Pittsburgh, Amari Cooper from the Raiders, A.J. Green from the Bengals, and T.Y. Hilton from the Colts. Uh, Tackles, Joe Thomas from the Browns, uh, some good news for the Cleveland franchise. Donald Penn from the Raiders, Taylor Lewin from the Titans. Guards are Marshall Yonda from Baltimore, Kalichi Ozmele from the Raiders. I hope I did the name justice. And David DeCastro from the Steelers. The centers are Rock, or excuse me, Rodney Hudson from the Raiders. And Marquise Pouncey from the Steelers. Tight ends, Tra- Travis Kelsey from the Chiefs. Good player. Delani Walker from the Titans are your tight ends for the AFC. No surprise here, and uh, too bad our main man, Grego, our favorite troll, isn't here. But as you can imagine, Tom Brady is a uh, Pro Bowl quarterback. (laughs) I'm sorry, I had to do it, Grego, but uh, he will be joined by our main man, David Carr for the Raiders, and Ben Roethlisberger with his shady past as well. Um, running backs, Le'Veon Bell for the Steelers, no surprise there. DeMarco Murray for the Titans, and still no surprise. And, of course, LaShawn McCoy from Buffalo. Fullback, Kyle, and how do you say his last name? Jasizic from the Ravens. Anyway, defense of the AFC defensive ends, Khalil Mack from the Raiders. Cameron Wake from Mocha's Miami Dolphins. And Davian Clowney from the Houston Texans. Interior lineman Geno Atkins from Cincinnati. And Dominican Sue. Haven't heard from him for a while. That may be a good thing, though. Usually when you're hearing about Mr. Sue, it's not good. But anyway, he is a uh, pro bowler for the Miami Dolphins. Jarrell Casey for the Titans. Outside linebackers, of course, big Von Miller for the Broncos up in here. He's a pro bowler. Um, who else we got? Lorenzo Alexander for the Buffalo Bills and Brian Arakpo um, from the Tennessee Titans. Oh, and before I continue, I got to say what up to X-Squad affiliate member, the man with the camera. He is the personal photographer of all of us in the uh, X-Squad nation. Got to say, yo, what up to Mr. EZ? What up, sir? 
All right, so let's continue here. Uh, cornerbacks, Marcus Peters for the Chiefs. Aqib Talib for the Broncos. And uh, Broncos had some heat going in that going in the locker room there with Mr. Talib and a few other players. Casey Hayward for the Chargers and Chris Harris for Denver as well. Free safeties, Devon McCorchy, or excuse me, McCourty for New England. Reggie Nelson for Oakland. Uh, Eric Berry, solid, solid player, man, for Kansas City. He's a strong safety. Special team players, uh, punter, Pat McAfee for the Colts. Uh, kicker for the Ravens, Justin Tucker made it. Return specialist, Tyreek Hill for the Chiefs. Special teamer was Matthew Slayton for the Patriots. Now let's move on over to the NFC. What do you think about that? NFC, wide receiver, Sluggo, if you're still out there somewhere, your main man, Julio Jones. Of course, the Chiefs main man, Jersey Vern, one of our regular listeners who's not with us tonight, but Odell Beckham, Mike Evans, too bad JV, or JB isn't in here tonight, his Buccaneers, Mike Evans from Tampa Bay, and Larry Fitzgerald, congrats to the Minneapolis kid once again, he is a, uh, a pro bowler. All right, the tackles, Tyron Smith from Dallas, Trent Williams from Washington, Jason Peters from Philadelphia, guard Zach Martin from Dallas, Brandon Sheriff from Washington, and TJ Lang from Green Bay, the center, uh, Travis Frederick from Dallas, and Alex Mack from the Rise Up Atlanta Falcons, baby. Tight end, Greg Olson for the Panthers, Jordan Reed for Washington, and the fun positions, quarterbacks that are now going to the Pro Bowl. Mr. Matt Ryan, rising up for you, Sluggo. Of course, being a Vikings fan, I hate saying this, but Aaron Rodgers. And the one and only Dak Prescott. Very well done. Rookie year. Oh, Grego, you just missed the announcement. We're going through the uh, all-pro rosters. We just did the AFC, and, of course, your main man, Tom Brady, without fail, one of the quarterbacks. So we did a little intro for you there. But the one and only Grego is in here tonight all the way from Quincy, Mass. I, I thought he was from the Cape Cod area, but my mistake up there, uh, Brockton Way. want to say what up to Mr. Grego joining us from ATL. As we continue on with the NFC list, and then we'll get into my Vikings take here. Uh, quarterbacks, so Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, and Dak Prescott. The running backs for the NFC, Ezekiel Elliott, of course, man. What a rookie season, too. So we got Ezekiel Elliott. We got David Johnson for the Cardinals. And Devonta Freeman. Devonta Freeman made it for the Falcons. Fullback will be Mike Tolbert for the or the Panthers, excuse me. And now let's get on to the defensive side of the ball for the NFC All-Pros. Um, let's see. Defensive end, our one and only, one of our favorite Vikings, Everson Griffin's in the house. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, and look out before we continue. We got the host of the Underground Railroad Show. Fun show last night, by the way, Ninja. All the way from Huntsville, Alabama, where actually one of my friend's kids used to play hockey, of all things. Got to say what's up to the main man, that Ninja up in here. What up, Ninja? Ninja, right on time. We're going to be talking about some possible NFL coaches on their way out. So I'll be looking for you to be uh, putting your opinion in there, man. All right. So uh, let's finish out here. uh, The defense, uh, all pros. Let's start it off here. So our main man, Everson Griffin from the Vikings, Cliff Averill from Seattle, Michael Bennett from Seattle as well. Those are the defensive ends. The linemen are Aaron Donald from the Rams, Gerald McCoy from Tampa Bay, and Fletcher Cox from the Eagles. Outside linebacker Vic Beasley from the Falcons, Ryan Kerrigan from Washington, and Thomas Davis from the Panthers. Middle linebackers Bobby Wagner from Seattle, Luke, I always mess his name up, is it Keekley? Is that how you say it? Anyway, you know who he is from uh, Charlotte, the Panthers out there. The cornerbacks are Janoris Jenkins from the Giants. We've got Patrick Peterson from Arizona. Richard Sherman, of course, from Seattle. And the roads are closed. That's right, he made it. It's Xavier Rhodes from the Minnesota Vikings, baby. Got another Vikings. I'm going to kill the sound effects, though. Uh, Harrison Smith, props to him. Hitman Harry made it from the Vikings. And, uh, fuck, man, I hate talking about Packers. Ugh. Ha-ha, Clinton Dix from the Packers will be your other free safety. Landon Collins will be your strong safety from the New York Giants. Now, the special team, all pro players from the NFC. Uh, Johnny Heckers, the Rams punter. Matt Bryant's the Falcons kicker. He made it. And one more Viking. And you know what? I'm so happy for this cat, man. This brother worked hard through the offseason to really get back into the good graces of this coaching staff. And not only that, into the get back into the fans' good graces. And he's done it, man. Everybody loves this cat again. And look at this. He is rewarded with an all-pro selection. He's going to the Pro Bowl as a return specialist. The one and only Cordero Patterson. Man, that is so cool. It is so nice to see brothers get rewarded. He did it the right way. He knew he effed it up last year. He knew he was down on himself. He got in the gym. He got out there on the field. He worked his ass off, and he got back, and he's rewarded. He's going to Hawaii. Job well done, Mr. Patterson, for our (laughs) lowly Minnesota Vikings, unfortunately, but it is what it is. Special teamer Dwayne Harris from the New York Giants. So that finishes off that list, you guys. The Pro Bowlers have been announced. Now, with that being said, let me talk about these Minnesota Vikings for a quick minute. Then we're going to talk about Brock Osweiler, sorry ass. Oh, man. Now, very well-respected writer up here in the Twin Cities. Again, this is Vince Wright, the sports governor. Sports done right, Spreaker.com. XSquadAffiliates.com. Charlie Walters for the St. Paul Pioneer Press. 
Listen to what he said. And this is something that it really kind of makes some sense here. The Vikings offense is so anemic that it wouldn't be surprising if the team were forced to trade one of its young defensive stars to improve it. Linebacker Anthony Barr, who could cost the Vikings a big contract in two years, or linebacker Eric Kendricks might be available to get the Vikings back into the first round of next spring's draft so they could take a quality offensive lineman or running back. Now, listen, what have I been telling you about AP since last summer on Jungle Brothers show, on Jersey show, on any show I've been on? This is the case, Sarah, Sarah, of AP in Minnesota. Well, Charlie Waters says it too. Anyone who thinks that running back Adrian Peterson will return to the Vikings next year is delusional. But you heard it from the Gov first. The Seattle Seahawks seem a definite possibility for Peterson, who turns 32 in March. AP in Seattle, y'all, what do you think of that? Can he fit in out there? Do they pay him some money to bring AP out to the Pacific Northwest? I think that a lot of it will depend on their playoff run this year and, and see exactly what happens. But, you know, interesting could happen. There's also, or excuse me, there also seems no chance of a return of defensive tackle Sharif Floyd. A return of offensive lineman Matt Khalil remains highly questionable as well. So um, I don't think the fans up here in the, in the state of Minnesota, the upper Midwest, where these Vikings fans are, are going to miss uh, Matt Khalil too much. Um, I know there's some money tied up into him. I know he, you know, he played he played okay a couple years ago, man, but nobody's going to miss Khalil. Not at all. So with that being said, the Vikings, man, beat down 34 to 6 by Indy. Oh, man. Playoff hopes are all but dust in the wind at this point, people. Vikings fans, you've been getting at me on Twitter, hitting me up on um, you know, on other forms of social media. This team's done, man. This team's done. Let me get in here as I see Grego's in the chat room uh, going off. Looking forward to the Pro Bowl skills challenge. Shut up, Grego. Grego, our master troll. Gary Joyner saying what up to Ninja. Um, Grego says, could you see Adrian going to Green Bay? No, because I don't know if he wants to play outside in the winter, but... I don't know. I mean, anything's possible. Anything's possible, Grego. Kind of pull a reverse Brett Favre just to piss off the Vikings and the Vikings uh, fandom. Nah, I don't know. I think uh, there's better opportunities for him elsewhere, uh, most definitely. Oh, okay, my bad. He says he loves the skills challenge. All right, we cool with that. Um, anyway, um, from a season that started with our gang going 5-0, and now as the Vikings stumbled down the stretch, we got a 7-7 record. A head coach, he's been dealing with multiple surgeries for a torn retina in his right eye. I'm going to get into that in a second. Bradford obviously coming back down to earth. A patchwork offensive line. Um, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure it out, man. Um, you know, for a game that had the return of Adrian Peterson, the crowd revved up, man. They realizing the season's on the line pretty much as well. And to come out and just lay a big shit ball like they did, and excuse the language, but that's what it was. 
Uh, very, very disappointing, man. So the return of Adrian Peterson had the crowd ready for an inspired effort, but he only finished with six carries for a measly 22 yards and obviously uh, had another fumble, a key fumble on his only decent run of the game as well because that fumble came inside the t- right about the 10-yard line and that could have turned into some points. Let me get in this chat room here as I know. We got to have, there's Gary G Money Joiner. I see Sam Bradford taking the quarterback job from Teddy Bridgewater. You know, very, it could definitely happen there, G Money, but as of right now, nobody knows, you know, the, where Teddy's going to be in terms of his, uh, if he can come back from that devastating knee injury. He's doing all the right things. He looks great, by the way. I mean, he's traveling with the team, you know, he's walking for the most part. So I, I hope he can come back. You know, obviously, I was really looking forward to see what he was going to do for us this year. Um, but yeah, man, we'll see. G Money, we will see. Um, I, I, I just hope he can come back. Let's just start there. Um, you know, Sam Bradford, hard, hard to gauge, and I know a lot of people don't like him. I haven't been his biggest fan. But, I mean, when you're playing third and fourth stringers on your offensive line and you're not giving a guy who needs time to throw the ball and you're not giving them that time, this is what's happening. You know, so, you know, and again, I was never that big on him as a, you know, as a starting quarterback anyway. I know he's had nice moments, but, you know, it is what it is. In the meantime... Quarterback, we've been getting on a lot around the uh, X-Squad Nation as well. Andrew Luck had a pretty decent game. He uh, went 21 for 28, 250 yards, two touchdowns, no interception. Big key there. And also, man, want to give some love being a Miami Hurricane fan. Frank Gore, 101 yards on 26 carries, man. Uh, Frank Gore, for those of you who, and I know it's, it may not be a known fact, he just went over 13,000 yards to pass Tony Dorsett for number eight all time on the rushing list in the NFL. I mean, think about that. Frank Gore's been pounding the ball for a long time. Obviously, great career with San Francisco. Over 13,000 yards. Uh, number eight, you know, be moving up the list there. I mean, he, he may have another year or two left in him. I mean, uh, and the other, other thing, too, uh, it was nice to see him smiling on the sidelines for a change. I'm a big Frank Gore fan. Always have been, man. Uh, Grego says, congrats, Gore. Solid player. Absolutely. And you never hear about him. Always under the radar, ain't causing nobody no grief, no headaches. All he does is just come out and give you yards, man. So props to him. And, you know, these Vikings, man, let me tell you something. You got a coach that's almost going blind because of this team, uh, willing to put his sight, and that's literally what he was doing. He's putting his sight at risk because he wants to get back and and coach this team and and try and right the ship because he really says – Oh, well, you know, I've let the fans down. He feels he's let all these people down. First off, take care of yourself, coach. But this team, oh, Lord. You know, it all started so pretty, and it just went to crap after week five. Now seven and seven. No chance. 
A very small chance, but needs so much crap to happen for the playoffs. It ain't happening for the Vikings this year. So, oh, and by the way, speaking of the, the rest of the division, as we kind of move off of the Vikings, because ain't really a whole lot to talk about with Minnesota. You got Green Bay coming back again, and we all saw Mister Rogers strikes again. Jordy Nelson just strolls on down, spikes the ball, kick a game-winning field goal. Green Bay now trying to get back in the playoff hunt after a very, very putrid midseason from them as well. Detroit is Jimmy Caldwell, the coach there. Is he the coach of the year? I think he deserves a lot of consideration, especially if Detroit can get it to 11-5 and if they win out over the next couple weeks. But we'll see. But, you know, got to give props. Uh, oh, to my main man, too, on Twitter that's always getting on me. He uh, listens to the show. He's not in the chat room. Uh, he goes by, what is it, a cup of Joe in the D um, out of Detroit, Michigan. On That's his Twitter handle. I want to say what up to him. And I uh, got to give your boys props, cup of Joe in the D. <laughs> Detroit Lions doing it, man. So they are on top. They got tiebreakers in their favor, but a couple good games coming up here um, as well. So um, NFC North kind of took a little stumble. Nothing shook out the way we thought it would. I came in preaching this year that you wouldn't hear anything from Chicago and Detroit. Well, we know what Detroit's done. We've seen what Chicago's done. They got to get rid of Jay Cutler down there. Get themselves a real quarterback. I still think Romo would be a nice fit there um, if Dallas finds a way to part with him. Grego says, I'm not a fan of the University of Miami, but I have thoroughly enjoyed the players they've put in the league over the years. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I mean, you know, them getting robbed by... Oh, and also getting robbed by them, them lowly Buckeyes from Columbus, too, by the way. That's right. I said it, Ninja. Pass interference shit. Oh, man. All right, quick little update. Got the monitors in the situation room here on Sports Done Right. Houston's up on the Spurs, 78-71. Good job there. Got some other NBA games. Uh, final, New Orleans, 108-93 over Philly. Charlotte comes back and beats the Lakers 117 to 113. Uh Charlotte 16 and 13, man. Not bad, not bad. Lakers 11 and 20. Kind of probably where a lot of people may have had them. Brooklyn with a few seconds left is trailing Toronto 116-102. That game will be all but over. And with that win, Toronto will be 20 and 8. The New York Knicks, 114-105. to 105. You know what? Because of Jersey, our main man, you know, prayers up for moms. Let's root for the Knicks tonight, man. Let's root for the Knicks tonight. Let's go, New York. Let's win one for Jersey. 114-105. In, uh, they are winning over Indiana. Miami Heat with two minutes left, 105-103 in their game with Orlando. Togo squad, Milwaukee, they are down to Cleveland, 84-78. Boston down to Memphis, 66-60. Late games tonight, what do we got? Again, Denver and the Los Angeles Clippers. Golden State will be hosting Utah. And Portland is going to go down to Sacramento. Um, again, those are all 10:30 starts on the East Coast. 
All right, y'all. So um, back to the NFL. Brock Osweiler. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I think this was from the AP as well. <laughs> yeah, Coach O'Brien announced that uh, Tom Savage gets the start in Saturday's game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. First off, you got to love the name, Tom Savage. It's like a real bad 70s porn name, but I love it. Osweiler was pulled after a second interception in the game Sunday, and I'm trying to hold back a little laughter. After signing a four-year, $72 million contract with $37 million guaranteed. Are you kidding me, man? For one year, one decent year in Denver. That's all. Good. Houston. Not only with Bill O'Brien, by the way, with this deal, you can you get what you deserve sometimes. That's ridiculous. Anyway, Osweiler, um, he is, uh, what has he got? 14 touchdowns against 16 interceptions, 71.4 quarterback rating, ranks him 30th among all qualified players at the position. There you go, man. Brock Osweiler, your guy. <laughs> Coach says there's a lot for him to improve on, but I thought he threw the ball well yesterday. How's how's O'Brien a head coach with quotes like that? You got to be kidding me, man. Oh, incredible. You just, oh, man. Again, folks, sports done right here on another Tuesday. They got to get rid of him somehow, Greco says. I hear you, dog. I hear you. Just craziness down in Houston. Oh, man. General Manager Dave Caldwell said the team would be interested in speaking with uh, Tom Coughlin. That's right. The Jacksonville Jaguars may be interested in speaking with Tom Coughlin. General Manager down there, Dave Caldwell, says, you know, why not? I guess at this point he uh, left New York. He didn't want to leave New York, apparently. And now uh, Jacksonville, who is obviously not doing very well, may take a look at bringing the guy back. Who is their head coach? Let me see here from 1995 to 2002, y'all. As we know, Jaguars got rid of Gus Bradley the other day on Sunday when they fell to 2-12 and 12 with that great quarterback Blake Bortles down there, by the way. Now Coughlin... 70 years old, not a spring chicken anymore, but um, he led the Jaguars to the playoffs four times. He got to the AFC championship game twice, but he was fired in 2002 after their, was it a 6-10 and season that year for them. He compiled an overall record of 68-60 and with the organization. That's about a 531 winning percentage, ranking the best in franchise history, obviously. Um, Grego says, I agree with Gary Coughlin in Jacksonville would be good. Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see. We will see. Oh man. All right. Well, let's do this here. Let's get our last break of the evening in.
And Vince Wright, sports governor, sports done right. And we'll come back. We're going to finish out our NFL talk. Um, Again, props to the Oakland Raiders. For some reason, I'm just really liking their story. Just like seeing the Raiders back. It's been so long. I mean, and, and I'm not even talking crap to any Raiders fans out there, but it's just real nice to see that squad back. And now it looks like, of all things, y'all, maybe, just maybe, a deal is going to get done that keeps them in the Bay Area. Stay tuned. Would love to see it. Got to watch Linehan, too. They are giving him all the credit for Dak's success. All right, so let's do this. When we come back from the break, I am going to get into a little list here of uh, coaches that should be or could be on the way out. We'll talk about them. Um, I know a lot of people got a lot of opinions on these guys, so we're going to get into that. That ninja, that's right, the Raiders, Ninja's team. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about people like Rex Ryan, Marvin Lewis, Mike McCoy, John Fox down in my hometown of Chi-Town. Um, people still sticking with coach Zimmer up here, but if you are one of these other guys and don't forget old Todd Broyles, man, or excuse me, Todd Bowles over there in New York city, I don't know. It's going to be very, very interesting. Some real interesting times going on. And also who takes their spot? You know, we talk about lack of minority coaches. Are there any out there? Do we know there's some out there that deserve a shot? We will see any defensive coordinators, any offensive coordinators out there you guys know of. Well, guess what? There's going to be some openings probably. So anyway, man, let's do this. Let's get into a little bit of music. And come on back and let's talk about who's going to get their ass fired on another edition of Sports Done Right. Keep it tuned. We'll be right back. It's the mutant, Mr. Get Down. Live wire, words poke you like barbed wire. Maroon rain, sugar cane, oil stains. My right leg longer than my left foot. Put stripes next to square, still get a circle. See spirits off in people, I don't see color. I'm a special mind, yeah, special kind. Perceived in the South, better special time. Covered in leaves of gold, scripture written in scroll. Spoken so clearly in tongues, so my children would come. Look around, can't you see the industry? It look like me. I don't wear the clothes you wear. I'm just different and I don't care. It's kind of sad and it's a shame. Everyone wants to be the same. If you are listening here and now, I'm sure I can show you how. It's okay to be afraid. Don't you want to be so special, boy, tired of one stupid dog. I eat nuclear waste and spit atomic bombs. Plutonium explosions, my trademark. Mushroom clouds inside, caught in brain fog. Gamma rays charge my system, now I'm going green. G 
force in my veins, pump hydro Z. KT 13, a microphone beam. Cosmic juggernaut, extraterrestrial beam. Rain supreme, once conceived, boy, they broke the mold. All this glory seeking is getting totally out of control. No one's original, attack of the clone. And face another swagger, snatches aim for the dome. I don't wear the clothes you wear, I'm just different and I don't care. It's kind of sad and it's a shame. Everyone wants to be the same. If you are listening here and there, I'm sure I can show you how. It's okay to be afraid. Don't you wanna be special? Scientists stood around in silence as I was being born. Was I quote unquote special or was there something wrong? My skin was black, my heart was gold, and my tongue was silver. And the fact that I could talk already, that was a glimmer. And I feel what I don't understand, so let me warn you. Especially when niggas make too much noise about being normal. Unusual, but beautiful, the bond and blessing. Super Kumati School of Exceptional Youth. X-Men. Let me put something poetic into plain English. I'd rather die than to not be distinguished. The outsiders have no desires to be equal. When VIP stands for very insecure people. I don't wear the clothes you wear. I'm just different and I don't care. It's kind of sad and it's a shame. Everyone wants to be the same. If you are listening here and there, I'm sure I can show you how. It's okay to be afraid. Don't you wanna be All over the world, back to ATL. I'm friends with the man, I'm a truth sayer, a crusader, a natural born raider. I need a DJ to be the illustrator. Let's get a dollar sign. I said my Gucci rhymes. I think it's tea time, don't need a cold sign. Team always on the grind, and about to let it shine. Hoping the skyline, don't worry about mine. I can handle lies and watching bird eyes. I make them go blind. I don't just rap the rhyme. Different and I don't care It's kind of sad and it's a shame Everyone wants to be the same If you are listening here and there I'm sure I can show you how It's okay to be afraid Don't you wanna be Somebody should have told me it would be like this, be like this, be like this. Somebody should have told me it would be like this, yeah. Life is a balance. You lose your grip, you can slip into an abyss. No doubt, you see these niggas tripping. Ego in charge of every move, he's a star. And we can't look away due to the days that he caught our hearts. He's falling apart, but we deny it. Justifying a half-assed shit he dropped, we always buy it. When he tell us he a genius, but it's clearer lately. It's been hard for him to look into the mirror lately. There was a time when this nigga was my hero, maybe. That's the reason why his fall from grace is hard to take. Cause I believed him when he said his shit was pure, or ain't he? The type of nigga swear he real, but all around us fake. The women, the dick riders, you know the yes men. Nobody with the balls to say something to contest them. So he grows out of control. Until the person that he truly was all along is starting to show. Damn, wonder what happened. Maybe it's my fault for idolizing niggas based off the words they be rapping. When come to find out, these niggas don't even write they shit. Hear some new style bubbling up, then they bite this shit. Damn. 
That's what I get for lying to myself. But fuck it, what's more important is he's crying out for help. While the world's egging him on, I'm begging him to stop it. Playing his old shit, knowing he won't top it. False prophets. Somebody should've told me it would be like this. Be like this. Be like this. Somebody should've told me it would be like this. Be like this. False prophets. Somebody should've told me it would be like this. Be like this. Be like this. Somebody should've told me it would be like this. Yeah, I got a homie, he a rapper and he wanna win bad He want the fame, the acclaim, the respect that's been had by all the legends So every time I see him, he's stressing Talking about niggas, don't fuck with him This shit is depressing And I know he's so bitter, he can't see his own blessings Goddamn, nigga, you too blind to see you got fans, nigga In a platform to make a classic rap song To change a nigga's life, but you too anxious living life Always worry about the critics who ain't never fucking did it I write what's in my heart, don't give a fuck who fucking with it But in a sense, I can relate, the need to be great Turns into an obsession and keeps a nigga up late Writing words, hoping people observe The dedication that stirs in you constantly But intentions get blurred Do I do it for the love of the music or is there more to me? Do I want these niggas to worship me? False prophets Somebody should've told me it would be like this Be like this, be like this Somebody should've told me it would be like this Be like this False prophets Somebody should've told me it would be like this Be like this be like this. Somebody should have told me it would be like this. Yeah, false prophets. These rappers insecure. They talk about being a man so much I finally understand that they ain't even sure about who they are and why they do this. Guess I'm included in that category as a nigga who done had the glory. My highest moments come from telling all the saddest stories I've seen in my life. I be fiending the right songs that raise the hair on my arms. My lowest moments came from trying too hard to impress some niggas that couldn't care for more. Therefore, from here on out, my hair grow out. I care nothing about opinions. I want to give hope like the fountains you throw pennies. In. Hit the store, take your diss, make your wish This is dedicated to the ones that listen to me on some faithful shit I'm on some thankful shit But the real God is in you, not the music you copping I hear my old shit and know I can top it False prophets Somebody should've told me it would be like this Be like this, be like this Somebody should've told me it would be like this Be like this False prophets Somebody should've told me it would be like this Be like this be like this somebody should have told me it would be like this false prophets the votes are in and it's official he's minnesota's number one sports color commentator the people got it right and now it's time for you to get your sports done right with the governor of sports talk the honorable vince Wright. now Let's get back to the show. What up, what up, what up? Coming to you live from the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, the great state of Minnesota, God's country. Way up north, feels like a heat wave, 32 degrees out here today. And while I know all you folks down south and out west are laughing at that, Considering it was 20 below just about 36 hours ago, it feels almost like it's 100 degrees outside. But anyway, I digress. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor, bringing it to the home stretch of Sports Done Right. You can follow us on Spreaker.com. Also check us out, xsquadaffiliates.com, where you can find not only me, but the rest of the X Squad posse. 
Um, kicking it with Kesey, our main man, Kesey Ingram, the digital demon, the digital mind behind everything. We got new shows, uh, the podcast brothers. We got Jelani's show. Jelani's in the chat room with the wait a minute show as well. We, um, what can I say? Jersey again, thinking of you tonight, Jersey and the prayers going out for Jersey's mom. Um, as she is, uh, in the hospital for a couple days. So hopefully she'll be getting out of there real soon. But um, Jersey does a, a few different shows, as we all know. We got Mandelion; He's doing his thing now on um, Sunday nights, it looks like. So, man, all kinds of stuff going on in the X-Squad affiliate nation. So stay tuned. Big things coming. All right. We were just uh, listening to a little J. Cole talking false prophets. Um, you know, I think a real nice little song. Obviously, we know it's uh, kind of pinned about... Um, the one and only Kanye West there, but I don't, you know, I, when it first came out, everybody was like, ah, yeah, you know, a little bit of a diss song, but no, I think it's just more of a fan's perspective on, you know, Kanye's career. Now that'd be a topic for a different show, but anyway, I love that song, False Prophets. And of course, for the Atlanta Posse, little goody mob, special education. And as Ninja says, you got to listen to CeeLo's verse when you listen to that song, man. I mean, definitely classic. And also got to welcome Kesey up here in the chat room as well. Kesey says J. Cole does have his own production, too. Um, looks like him and Grego are kind of talking, going back and forth for real. Vince, Grego says he can rap, but he's boring to me. The production and the flow of this song is nice. Yeah, I, I do like the beat. I do like the flow. Uh, real cool there. And also, got to welcome another friend of ours to the Sports Done Right Nation here on Spreaker.com. In the chat room, Mr. Rough Buff has joined us as well. What's going on, sir? Appreciate you coming through here tonight as we take it on home. Sports done right. Um, again, I am Vince Wright, the sports governor of Minnesota. Follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One, the number one after the Big Smooth. Check us out on Facebook, Sports Done Right. My last name, W-R-I-G-H-T. Get your nice little sports feed through the day. Drop your stories in there. Let us know what you're thinking about. And also, man, xsquadaffiliates.com, the website where you'll get all of the info on all of our shows, all the bios on the host. And um, like we said, we got some big announcements coming here in the new year with X Squad as well. So, all right, man, let's get back to it here. Got a fun little list here, some possible coaches that may be gone. And... I got six. Let's start with them here. I got the names. I think this was from USA Today. But I wanted to get to it because we've already been hearing now Rex Ryan's done in Buffalo. Two years in, he's done. So he's tops on this list. And I wanted to see what you guys thought about it because... I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not a Rex Ryan guy, but um, it says here, even when his team wins in impressive fashion, he's addressing the latest report about his job security or lack thereof. Um, Talking about that after games most of the time instead of what happened on the field, which is never a good sign. 
And um, apparently ESPN did a little story about him in his two-year reign in Buffalo. Of his 15 wins with the Bills, two have come against playoff teams. Uh, the Texans in 2015 and a Brady-less Pats team in 2016. And that's basically why the franchise playoff absence is about to extend to a 17th consecutive season. So, Rex, stay or go. Gary, G-Money joiner in the chat room. J. Cole hating... Add to add that to Grego personal or persona ninja. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh man. Grego always getting people riled. Um so Rex Ryan, man. God, it's really been 17 seasons since Buffalo's made the playoffs. The playoffs? Damn. Interesting, man. Very interesting. All right, now let's let's talk to I'll talk about a guy that I, probably nobody dislikes as a person and has a lot of respect for. But let's talk about Marvin Lewis down in the Cincinnati area. Now, earlier this year, um, I had a guest on Matt Wilson. He is a editor and a writer at StripeHype.com the leading Cincinnati bingo fan site out there. And we talked about this. And I said, you know, how do you guys feel about your coach down there? And while everybody loves him, need need some wins in the playoffs. Now, says it's a poor reflection of his program when the Pittsburgh Steelers beat you in Cincinnati again. Then say afterward that they basically expected the Bengals to implode, which they did again. Lewis's perennially, perennially undisciplined team committed penalties on four consecutive plays in the fourth quarter, leading to four first downs and a touchdown that cinched it for the Pittsburgh Steelers. At this point, Lewis might have to hope no one has told owner Mike Brown the definition of insanity. So if you're in Cincinnati and not having a good year, is it time for Marvin Lewis to go? Now, there's been people coming after him for a while down there and have been calling for his job for, uh, you know, the past probably two, three years down there in Cincinnati. You know, he's a good coach. But they, you know, the, the true fact is they have not won a lot of playoff games. But then who who gets the job down there? I don't know. So um, Marvin is on the list. Then obviously Todd Bowles, New York Jets, head coach there in the Big Apple. What do you think about him? Now people... There's a quote here says the team's always overrated talking about the Jets. And that may be a credit to Bowles' performance in 2015. Obviously, they won 10 games, right? But this year obviously has been a big you-know-what, a big pile of you-know-what out there in New York. And, you know, I, I don't think he should be fired this year. Because he did win 10 games last year. I mean, you can't keep the the circular motion of uh, coaches going. This Ferris wheel, get on, get off. Because it ain't going to help the New York Jets. 
I mean, the Jets haven't mattered. <laughs> the Jets haven't mattered since uh, Sanchez was the quarterback. The Fran- the Sanchez. When somehow, some way, they went to the AFC Championship game. And it was fun to watch old Brett Favre for a year toss it out there. Oh, man. I don't know, man. So, anyway, you know, people have been talking about Todd here most of the year. I hope he survives. At least one more year. All right, so Mike McCoy in San Diego. What do you guys think about him? Horrible season. Um, <laughs> I mean, would be something though if they uh, lose to Cleveland. The Chargers on Sunday. I don't see it, obviously, but you never know. Um, a team that's obviously a lot of stuff going on. They don't even know where they're going to be playing next year. There is no new stadium coming for San Diego, so it looks like they're on their way to possibly play in the Los Angeles Coliseum alongside the Rams. And then both of those teams uh, move into the new stadium that they are building out in Inglewood. So um, Mike McCoy of the San Diego Chargers, his name's on the list. Then that brings us to John Fox. Um, I, I've never really been a John Fox guy. It hasn't really ever impressed me. Um, team's going to finish dead last again in the NFC for the third straight season. That's twice under Coach Fox, by the way. Um, unless Chicago wins one more game, this will become only the second club in nearly a century of Bears football to lose 13 times. But give them credit for another valiant effort after they nearly compiled a comeback Sunday against the hated Green Bay Packers on a frigid day when it would have been easy to fold after going down by 17 points in the second half. And Ninja, that's what I was talking about with the rivalry aspect of the game. Um, you know, exactly. Um, below zero temperatures, they're down by 17 points, but this is Green Bay. They put their effort into it, and they almost pulled off the win. But the Bears, very, very, very bad season. And, you know, I'm from Chicago. I got family, a lot of friends in Chicago, a lot of people from Minneapolis I grew up with that live in Chicago. This can't go on much longer down there. I mean, these Bears fans have been putting up with a lot of horrible football over the past few years, a lot of just – just nothing down there on the midway, and they are far from being the monsters of the midway. Um, John Fox needs more time to turn it around. He needs his own quarterback. First, of, first of all, they suck with Cutler. Oh, well, Gary G. Money Joiner, tell us something we don't know. You know, ever since I started this podcast game and uh, going back to the Real Cast days, want to say what up to the Real Cast Rangers out there. Um. You know, I've been saying Chicago's needed to get rid of Cutler for from day one. Not only from their aspect, G-Money, from Jay's aspect. Every once in a while, a player just needs to start some new scenery. And I think Jay Cutler is definitely one of them players, man. I think he can bounce back somewhere, be serviceable. I mean, he's he's not a great quarterback, but he can be serviceable for somebody. But he's got to get the hell out of Chi-Town. 
And if I was him, I would, I, I mean, I would have been on my, my phone to my manage, management yesterday, last year, the year before, maybe saying, get me out of here. Let's get somewhere else and just start over, man. Just start over. Um, hopefully he can stay healthy wherever he goes. But yeah, start it over. G Money also says Rex Ryan should keep his job, give him two more years at least. You know, G Money, apparently. I think this coach is a little hard to get along with. There's something going on behind the scenes. Uh, I talked a little bit, I think, before you you popped in the show tonight. You know, you're 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 right because it's only been a couple years. I mean, to turn this team around like that is going to take time. I totally agree with you, homie. But something's going on that we're not hearing about behind the scenes. Something is going on that they want to get Rex Ryan out of there, apparently, apparently. I don't know, is mainstream media blowing smoke up our asses, just trying to, you know, fill time with story? That's a possibility too. But apparently they want to get Rex out of town and something's going on because he's only been there a couple years. But we will see, obviously season's coming to an end here. For, for some teams, so we will see what happens. And I think if it does happen, Gary Joyner, I think it will happen very quickly after the season's over. Um, after that, who's going to co- coach Buffalo? Maybe we'll we'll talk about that um, on the next show. Because, you know, and also, will this be Rex Ryan's last chance, y'all, to get a job? It should, it, look, if he's fired, maybe, it, I don't know, maybe it should, maybe it shouldn't be, I don't know. Never been a big fan of his, but when do we start getting the turnover of some new coaches in the league, some new looks, just some new names, and no more of just the BS Rooney rule with it, by the way. Let's get some qualified um, minority coaches going in the NFL because, again, these retreads, they keep getting looks and keep getting looked around. I mean, come on. And also time for Chip Kelly to go. Right, me and Gary are in sync tonight, man. Gary G Money Joiner, what's happening? <laughs> what's up? Right on time. Chip Kelly should lose his job. That's number two coach on my list on the hot seat. Hey, man, he might be number one on a lot of lists. Gary G Money Joiner, I have not been a fan of Chip Kelly in the pros at all whatsoever. And I thought it was almost a travesty that the the San Francisco 49ers gave him a job. And again, this is Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com. You are listening to Sports Done Right with your host, Vince Wright, right here on Spreaker.com. Grego says Rex may be loyal to Tyrod and management may want to move on past Tyrod. I can see him losing his job over loyalty to what he believes in versus being a yes man. Uh, I can totally see that as well. Um, I'm just saying that, you know, Grego, it just appears that they want him out in Buffalo. I'm not saying until it comes out what's right or what's wrong. Who knows? But you could definitely be on to something. You're either on something or you're on to something, homeboy. So John Fox, and then lastly, 
And of course, I feel funny talking about this because he just brought his team into town to whoop the Vikings' ass. Chuck Pagano. Now, he signed an extension back in January. That's supposed to, let's see, take him through 2019. Seemed to be on very solid ground. He comes back from battling cancer. Um, But now his team on the verge of missing the playoffs in consecutive um, seasons as well which is the first time since Peyton Manning was in his rookie year. Got uh, Jim Mercer, you know, a little, little perturbed. So even though it looks like they'll be back for, for next season, GM Ryan Gregerson says, look, if you can improve your franchise, even if you're doing well, you're going to make that move. You just are. At least I am. Said, uh, or excuse me, that's what Ursay said. It's about winning and winning the right way and trying to sustain success over a large period of time. We're used to being in the playoffs. That is the first time in almost 20 years we wouldn't have made the playoffs in back to back years. That's extremely disappointing. Well, I mean, you can't argue with the uh, the owner of the Colts on that one. So there you go, man. Names on the hot seat. And yeah, Chip Kelly should have been on this list as well. G Money Gary Joyner says Pagano needs to be gone. I think he'll I think he's going to survive. I think like the article says he'll he'll be back for next year. Now, next year if they miss the playoffs, he's going to be gone. Because in this you know, just kind of whiplash world of the NFL, y'all. And again, Vince Wright, sports governor, sports done right. Nobody's got time to wait anymore because you got to have the next coach, the next hot thing. You can't, you can't waste time. And you definitely can't miss the playoff three years in a row when you are a Super Bowl winning franchise used to being in the playoffs at least. And I know they only won the run ring, but he's right. Grego, X-Squad. Is that is that sober, Ursi? I would like Pagano to stay. They can't beat the Patriots. Yeah, Grego, obviously a Patriots fan coming from Massachusetts. Um, talking about a sober Ursi. Well, let's hope it's a, sir, a sober um, Ursi. Hopefully he uh, got his uh, issue in check. Oh, man, folks, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, it's just just killing me here, man. Just killing me. Um, quick props to one, Tiger Woods. That's right. Old Tiger Woods is going to be building um, one of his new designed, uh, newly designed golf courses over on the south side of Chicago. So I'm going to be very interested to see if this is some type of private club. It's going to be public. Um, Tiger or TGR designed to lead golf course restorations in Chicago. It's a deal that's part of the um, Chicago Park Board, Park Golf Alliance there. So he's going to be redesigning a couple courses um, down on the shores of Lake Michigan on the south side of Chicago. 
Now, G Money Joiner here, he says they'll spend all that money on the offense in India and not have spent enough on the defense. Good point there. Grego definitely agrees with you. Grego says, and by the way, McAdoo earned my respect. Way to go. <laughs> yeah, cheating to win as we uh, always give Grego crap about his Patriots cheating. Grego right on time. Oh, man. So anyway, again, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, good job for Tiger Woods in uh, my hometown, Chi-Town there in Chicago, Illinois. And again, sports done right. Oh, another little fun story I wanted to give you, too, before we get out of here. Here, we got a few more minutes left on sports done right. And Ninja like this because Ninja, this is about one of your Buckeyes. Ezekiel Elliott, as we know in the Sunday night game and that uh, little touchdown that he he has where he goes and jumps in to the Salvation Army kettle. Since he did that, Salvation Army has raised over a million dollars, which they say will feed 100,000 people. All because of a football player jumping into a kettle. Whatever it takes, I guess, this time of year. Um, If that's going to go help people, God bless them. But yeah, so over a million dollars. It's just amazing how media works in this time and day, man. I'm telling you, it it is just truly amazing. A football player jumps into a kettle and helps raise a million dollars. All right. (laughs) G-Money Joiner and Gary or uh, Grego having a good one. Going back and forth. All right, we're going to wrap up the show here in a few minutes. Um, NFL, kind of wrap up with that again. Hate the Patriots. They're still number one on uh, the power list here, CBS. They clinched their A straight division title, and the defense is getting better. 12 and 2. Oh, boy. Now we're going to have to listen to Grego again during the playoffs. Dallas is number two. Raiders are number three. Ninja with the Chiefs losing and the Raiders winning. They are now atop the AFC West with two games to go. Um, Raiders 11-3, up a couple on the list. Right behind them, Seattle number four. Followed by them rise up Falcons for all our fans of sports done right down in the ATL. The Falcons are number five. Matt Ryan continues to roll up big numbers as they push to a division title. He might be the MVP. What? What? Whoa. What? You are listening to Sports Done Right with your host, Vince Wright, right here on Spreaker.com. Wow. And thank you, lovely Spicy. Spicy Conversations and another X-Squad member and... uh, Thank sure you follow her show as well, Spicy Conversations. But yeah, oh man. Okay, let's hear it. Maddie Ice, MVP material. Discuss out there in the chat room before we get out of here. I'd love to hear what y'all got to say about that. Um, oh, you know what? I didn't even put the phone number out there tonight, but that's okay. Um, we'll get it next time. This might be the last show before the holidays anyway. 
Um, obviously, wishing all y'all a very, very Merry Christmas um, as well. <laughs> a little Charlie Brown Christmas music in the background as we finish up here. Then the New York Giants are number six, y'all. Oh, man. If Jersey was here tonight, they play on their defense, makes them a dangerous team come playoff time. They need to get the offense back on track. Wow. Man, Giants, 10-4. and four. We Look, we gave Jersey grief. His team all of a sudden, ever since the Vikings beat him, it's been nothing but a northward trajectory, man, for the Giants. God, dog, six. Steelers, number seven. The Chiefs, number eight. Watch out for the Chiefs. Ten and four. Number nine, those pesky Lions, y'all. And rounding out the top ten in the new power poll, the Denver Broncos, eight and six. Their offense, as it showed against the Patriots, has been too limited this season. The champs are about done. Yes, they are. Um, right behind them, 11-12, are the Ravens and the Miami Dolphins. So there you go, y'all. Grego's Patriots on top. I, I would assume the Super Bowl favorites at this point. Maybe we'll find that out real quick before we get out of here. But yeah, man, just wishing everybody a very Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, great time of year. Um, remember those less fortunate and just be glad that you're doing all right in life. Hopefully you're doing all right. You know, I was going to talk about my lowly Timberwolves tonight. Why depress myself? Let's just say they need to get busy on defense. I'm just going to leave it at that with the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'll get into them after the new year. We're really going to get start getting into basketball after the holidays. Because we'll be rocking and rolling the Big Ten. Uh, season will be in full swing. Conference play for college basketball. So we'll be ready to go. Check out our boys Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky looking solid again as always. Um, man, who else do we got out there? You know, keep an eye on Purdue as well. Purdue's going to have a real nice year this year. Oh, hey, Thad Mata down at Ohio State. What can he do for Ninja Squad down there? We will see. <laughs> Grego, that's one creepy Christmas song. It's the Charlie Brown album, dog. Oh, Grego. Must be at the bar tonight. Must be at the bar tonight. Anyway, uh, just very quickly before we do get out of here. <laughs> from Charlie Brown. Just want to tell you real quick on the NBA. Cleveland's on top in the East, followed by Toronto and Boston. Um, all within about five and a half games of each other. The Knicks are right there, 15 and 13. 
over in the West Golden State, off to another solid start again. But as we saw last year, it may not mean a hill of you-know-what. Um, they are 24-4, and four, though. Looks like Kevin Durant's fitting in real nice out there. But look at this. With a retiring legend, Timmy Duncan, no more, by the way, honored the other day at San Antonio. But there's the Spurs, 23-5. and five. Houston, 21-8. and eight. The Clippers are 20-8. and eight. Followed by Utah, 18 and 10. So we'll really, like I say, start getting into basketball after the first of the year. Can't wait for the Duke North Carolina matchup. Oh, and tomorrow, the Battle of Kentucky. Michael Coffey, my frat brother from Louisville, will be primed and ready. Louisville and Kentucky battle tomorrow. So it is going to be all on in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. And with that being said, I wish you all a very, very Merry Christmas. I want to thank you. It's been another fun year in sports. Um, Ups, downs, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff from real life transitioning into sports, getting people thinking about a lot of different things. And I think it's been a good year in sports, man. I really, really do. So I really, really do. And, you know, anything that gets people thinking, gets people out of their comfort zones, the Gov is all about that. The Gov is all about that. All right, y'all. We are out of here. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. I'm going to wrap it up with sports done right. I think probably for the last time in 2016, man. So until we catch you on the flip side, that'd be 2017 it's looking like. Um, Check us out. We may get one more sports and more show. That is the other show that I do with Reggie Lawrence here on Spreaker.com as well. Um, we may get one more of those shows in either Thursday or maybe sometime this weekend. We will definitely let you know. So keep your ears open for uh, the alerts on Spreaker.com. Um, for everybody who joined us tonight, thank you guys so much for hanging out with the Gov. I really, really appreciate it. Um, I know life gets busy. I know we are, you know, we got the kids. We got to get them to sports. There's stuff going on. But appreciate the love you guys have shown the show um, and the rest of the X-Squad shows, Ninja Show. I mean, everybody doing their thing, man. Big props. And um, the products are, are looking good. Everybody's doing a great job hosting. Well done. All right, y'all. Have a good night. Have a great week. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, um, Happy Holidays, the whole thing, Festivus for the rest of us, whatever you're out there celebrating, uh, do it within reason and have a great time with your friends and family. Um, For uh, our loved ones who may not be here anymore, definitely in our thoughts and, you know, people who are having some hard times right now, keep them in your thoughts, y'all. Peace. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right. With your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. 
Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right.